If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let me tell you a little bit about Bet Online. It remains your number one spot for NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing. It doesn't matter. Every single prop, every single play, every single point, it's all at Bet Online. When it comes to bets, when it comes to props, everything that you need is at your headquarters for sports betting. That's Bet Online. Head to the website right now, use your mobile device, sign up, get a 50, that's 50% welcome bonus. Don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV, that's believe, to get yourself a 50% welcome bonus. Come on, there's no need to hesitate. Bet online where the game starts. I hope you're ready to have your mind blown with the greatest health and fitness information on the planet. <laughs> Buenos, <clears throat> buenos dias. It's Mikey of Mikey Likes You. You're the you who's liked. Relatively simple equation. All right. Today, I want to focus in on the holiday survival guide. We've already gotten through Thanksgiving, but now things have started to get a little bit more serious, right? I mean, it really all starts in October. Because whether or not you have children, something about Halloween means there's going to be Kit Kats at the office. On your way out of the dentist, there's like a bowl of Skittles, right? Everyone's getting, you know, they're putting up the cobwebs and the skeleton man at Starbucks. So there's just more availability. And also, look, let's be honest. It's more socially accepted to start eating bullshit come Halloween. And that doesn't seem to cease until about January 3rd, right? Because you can say, oh, New Year, New Meat Nap. Yeah, but then you have leftovers from the New Year's Eve party you went to. You have all that crap, that that gingerbread cake that you forgot to take over to the friend's other party and the, the, the massive kind of the kosher cupcakes you were going to take to your Hanukkah party that just ended up back at your house. You get my point. Halloween through early January, it's way more tough. It's way more tough to try to monitor what you're eating and to make sure you're eating things that you know your body likes, right? But also, look, I think it's a disaster to just forego all of the real visceral fun, 
the communal stuff, the, the, the relationships, the socializing, the connections that you make around the holidays are special. There is, there is something there. There's value to that. And a big part of it is the enjoyment of food and booze, too, for, for you adults, you know, watching and listening. I think there has to be a way to do it in a positive way. What do I mean by that? Well, it's equally, in my opinion, it's incredibly unhealthy to just use the holidays because of some arbitrary date on a calendar, you're going to eat till you're sick. And usually eating till you're sick, almost exclusively bad stuff, right? You know, sugary, carby, fat-laden nonsense, right? The yummy, as I like to say, the yummy, right? The stuff we can all collectively agree is delicious, but we all collectively agree it's a just like um, it's as if it's going down your throat and as it's being digested, your entrails shoot out and turn into a middle finger pointed back at your body, you know? And I think like it's a real big mistake, of course, you know, some people gain 20 pounds between the holiday, you know, in the holidays. I'm sorry. So that's obviously not right. But I also think like you're getting so neurotic and I've gone down both paths. You get so neurotic and that you completely cut yourself off from the enjoyment of this food and the and the communal aspect of it. I've been that guy. I've been that guy who brought Tupperware full of uh, halibut and, and and, you know, spinach to a Christmas party and I didn't eat any. Granted, it was my parents' house, so it wasn't like I was, you know, going over to, but, you know, and then go over to a friend's house, like a holiday gathering, and just not eat. Sit there with a bottle of water. Because I don't drink, too, you know? And looking back on it, that was, that was wrong. It was wrong. I don't want to say it was wrong, because that's, who's, who's to say what's right and wrong? I feel like I didn't do myself any favors mentally, emotionally. Could I have really regulated my eating and enjoyed all that food and not been such a stick in the mud to the point that I actually was aware in the moment? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm separating myself and creating this false sense of who I am all for the sake that – for, for me being able to tell myself when I go home I'm hardcore. And it's like well, for what? For what? All of these things I tell my top-tier clients all, all the time. Whatever you do when it comes to training and nutrition, if it's not making you feel better, if it's not making your life better, we're doing it wrong. If exercise isn't making you feel more injury-proof, more energized, more lively, more mentally clear, we're doing we're doing too much. We're not training hard enough. If eating a certain way isn't making you feel more satisfied, isn't giving you more energy, isn't helping you sleep better, isn't your libido isn't increasing, then something's wrong. There's a flaw there. It should, unless you're getting a paycheck for your performance or your physique, there's no need to make yourself feel worse for the sake of anything when it comes to fitness and health. Okay? That's, that's, so that's my take on it. And I really feel like the holidays is, is, is the proving ground. That's the trial by fire when you get to develop that balance of understanding, okay, 
these are the ways I can go about it to come out of it on January 2nd feeling like a better me as opposed to vice versa. Because you can go either direction. You can be so strict and so neurotic that you actually end up making sure maybe you saved that water weight. Maybe you saved your abs a little bit, but you're a dick. And you had to exert immense amounts of self-control unnecessarily. I, I don't find that healthy. Alternatively, I don't think it's healthy to just let yourself go. And because, like I said, it's some time of year, you're just going to stuff your face with stuffing and pumpkin pie. That's not, you know, that's not how things should be done in my view of what is healthy and positive. So I'm going to give you my top five tips. I'm sure there's a bunch of other things that one could come up with that might make getting through the holidays in a positive fashion easier. And, and, and more effective, please, I encourage you either on my Patreon. I am Mike Catherwood on Patreon. I'll put the link in my show notes. But also, wherever I post these podcasts, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be wherever you get your podcasts in an audio-only version, comment. Let me know on my socials, at Mike Catherwood. Mikey likes you one, okay? Let me know if you have any insight, if you have any uh, commentary. If you have any critiques or criticism, let me know. All right. Number one, this is my number one way to help get through the holidays a little bit easier and a little bit more effectively. Remember that you are not a professional athlete or professional physique model. I think it's really, really useful to look at people who do something the absolute best in the world, the the world-class versions of whatever it is that you're trying to do, it's great to look to those people and get inspiration. Maybe even get some insight into how to do whatever it is you're doing more efficiently and more effectively. I do think it's also a big mistake to try to hold yourself to the same standards that someone who gets a paycheck for their physical performance or their physical appearance if you're not that person, you are going to try to hold yourself to the standards of someone who does, and it's going to be an emotional and spiritual disaster. So remind yourself, you are not an actor, model, professional athlete, bodybuilder, fitness, whatever. So don't try to hold yourself to the standards of the people who are. I'll give you an example which might provide a little bit more clarity in the situation, which doesn't have anything to do with your body or your physical performance. About four years ago, Slayer was playing their final shows at the LA Forum in Inglewood, California. And I love Slayer, and I definitely wanted to make sure I was at at least one of those shows. Got the tickets, got my group of friends together, and we get to the show, and I'm not screaming my head off. I, I was banging my head, my neck was sore. The next day, I was jumping up and down. I was clapping and pumping my fist, but I was not screaming. My friends who were accountants, my friends who were working construction, who were alongside me, my friends who were uh, in law enforcement, my friend, uh, there was a couple people there that were in finance. Um, one guy was an attorney. Um, they all screamed. But I didn't. Why? Because I had to be on the radio the next day, and that's how I paid the bills. My voice was part of my livelihood. I did not have to feel like I was compromising something or I couldn't enjoy the show or that I 
uh, I was making such a dramatic sacrifice because I knew if I literally can't talk or if when I do talk, it's painful to listen to, I, I'm compromising how I pay the bills. So it didn't seem like I really was, you know, letting something slip past me that was all that big a deal. Still got to enjoy the show. I still jumped around like a maniac. But I knew, like I said, I got to be on the radio. So I had to, I couldn't scream and, you know, sing along to Angel of Death. The same thing goes for someone who is a professional bodybuilder or model or, say, professional athlete in certain sports where body-to-weight ratio is a big deal. These men and women don't have the same feeling of sacrifice, the same level of self-control and discipline that goes into you not having that slice of pie. Do they want that pie? Does it take self-control? Of course. But at the end of the day, they can remind themselves. They're like, dude, I'm a professional boxer. I'm a professional gymnast. I'm a professional bodybuilder. That's how I put food on the table. It's not It's not the same level of sacrifice because they always have that to fall back on. You don't, for the most part. I mean, unless you, if you're out there watching this, you're a pro bodybuilder. I don't need to be telling you this, but most of us aren't, right? So just remind yourself, you are not. Your livelihood is not dictated by how uh, striated your glutes are or how ripped your, you know, your, your triceps are. So go ahead, enjoy yourself, be a human being. On to step number two, which kind of dovetails off of step number one. Also remind yourself, you may not be a professional athlete or model, but you're also not a complete giant fucking gluttonous slob. Okay? Just because you want to... Uh, remind yourself that you're not paying the bills with your abs does not give you complete carte blanche to just stuff your face to the point that it's, it's uh, frankly, it's, it's abusive. It's self-abuse. And I don't think you have to have someone, you have to be someone who necessarily suffers with clinical problems with eating. Because that, that's, a, that's a whole different ballgame. If you're out there and you are someone who, and you know who you are, and I'm very sensitive to it. If you have true actual eating disorders or, or, or suffer from some type of um, psychological issue around food, it, it, I, I understand that's a, that's a different ballgame. But most of us, even if you don't suffer, we've been that person where you've literally eaten to the point that you have made your system go haywire. And that's not okay. Because it's Thanksgiving, because it's Hanukkah, because it's Christmas, you know, like you're going to do that to yourself. That's insane. Here's another example. Compare. Imagine, if you will, that we weren't talking about food. We were talking about booze, right? You wouldn't say to yourself, well, it's New Year's Eve. Therefore, I'm not going to I'm not only going to drink. I'm going to drink to the point that I vomit and I black out. I lose conscious. I lose my cognitive abilities. My body may be going on, but I'm going to completely black out. I make it behind the wheel of a car. You wouldn't do that. In fact, ironically, it's the people who have the most year-round kind of vigilance on their dietary intake that end up doing this. You know, I back in my bodybuilding days, the moments you got off the stage for your show, you go to some your Dunkin' Donuts and you make yourself sick. Because you feel like I've earned this. I've been so unbelievably strict the last couple months, the last six weeks, that I'm going to now indulge to the point that I'm going to make it worth it. And and that's really, I think, a, a foolhardy way to go about things. Again, imagine if it was booze. You wouldn't say like, well, I haven't drank in six weeks, so I'm going to chug a bottle of Jaeger 
and I'm going to piss my pants at my family's house, and then I'm going to pass out in the pool. No, you would say, hopefully, you would say, I haven't drank in six weeks. It's Christmas Eve. I'm going to have a cup of pops, man. I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to get a good buzz on, and I'm going to enjoy myself, and I'm going to laugh my ass off when we watch Elf together. And then I'm going to call an Uber, and I'm going to drive home. And I'm going to have that person drive me home because I want to enjoy myself. I want to let loose. But I want to still control my ability to be a functioning human being. Okay? So just remember that that uh, gluttony and enjoyment don't share a ride to that party that you're going to. They're two completely separate things. All right, we're moving on to number three. Live in the moment. I understand that sounds like hippie horse shit. But mindfulness is dramatically important. And it can be the difference between you going home from that holiday party, feeling great about yourself, and you going home from that holiday party going, what have I done with the top button on your pants unbuttoned? Okay, and what I'm saying is, is live in that moment and truly be aware of who you are in every single moment. That's why I think breath work is so um, mantras and breath work are so vital to meditation because they focus you, they bring you back. They're you're tethered to that moment, right? You can't take an inhale in the past and you can't exhale in the future. Every breath you take, if you're aware of it, is in that moment. And the same with the mantra as you're saying it. Well, live your life in that way, especially at these holiday parties, because if you are scrolling through Twitter, if you are daydreaming, if you're online shopping, you know, trying to take care of some holiday deals, it's way more likely that you will be shoving handfuls of Chex Mix and walking around that party putting hors d'oeuvres and cookies in your mouth Above and beyond you even realizing it. Whereas if you really try to stay in the moment and live in that moment and be conscious of it, be aware of the things that are going on around you, you will enjoy those cookies, every single bite of it. You will enjoy that Chex Mix, every single piece of it. And it makes it much more likely that you'll be able to then subsequently control yourself and eat an enjoyable amount of it. And not get to the excess, okay? So just live in that moment. All right, tip number four, front load protein. Why? Well, because protein is more satiating than the other two uh, macronutrients being carbohydrates and fat. And also, carbohydrates and fat don't have the same thermic effect of digestion as protein. What does that mean? It's a fancy way of saying it burns more protein than it does uh, carbohydrates and fat. So you know that you're getting a little bit of a metabolic advantage by having protein. You know that it's going to be a little bit more filling to have some protein in comparison to the other two. So what should you do? Try, try, try to get a good bolus of protein before you go in and indulge in the purely fat and purely carbohydrates foods like um, you often see at the holidays, stuffing, mashed potatoes, pie, these types of things, okay? I have always just been able to, because I typically am going to holiday parties that are going to be kind of protein friendly, I'll eat my carne asada, just a plate full of it, before I have some tamales at Christmas. At Thanksgiving, I make sure I have four to five big, nice slices of turkey before I even try to indulge in the stuffing and the mashed potatoes. This will really make things a little bit easier for you to at least regulate the amount without so much 
hunger problems and pains when it comes to that time to have that pie or those mashed potatoes and stuffing and gravy and biscuits and whatnot. If you're going to go to a place where maybe that's not realistic, you're not going to get the chance to have the turkey before your stuffing and stuff like slam a good serving of whey protein isolate right when you get to the party or right when you're about to eat. Whey protein isolate is so rapidly digested that it actually will like pull out those hunger pains, okay? Now, the problem with it is like, well, you're saying to yourself, why don't we do that all the time? The problem is, is that you have to do it so consistently because it is so rapidly digested that it will almost immediately give you the ability to kind of control the next things that you put in your mouth, but it goes away very quickly. That is why whey protein isolate is so good before and after workouts. Uh, whey protein isolate is not probably very good long-term when it comes to dieting. Something like a milk protein isolate that, or case, ca casein is better because it's very slowly digested and that can kind of give you that little burst of satiety and, and hunger control throughout the day. So normally you're going to want things that are filling and slowly digested. I'm talking about this little teeny hack if you're going to do it right before you eat. 40 grams, you know, two scoops, 50 grams, whatever of whey protein isolate, slam it down. It will make a big difference in the next 20, 30 minutes when you go to sit down at that meal. Um, you, you will find it a lot easier to have a nice serving of mashed potatoes and, and, and stuffing as opposed to a, a metric ton of, of those foods. Okay. So front load protein, go, go try to eat and then start digesting protein before you go into the other stuff. It will help you kind of control your hunger and your ability to have a little bit more self-control when you're eating those things for you vegans out there. Um, a, a vegan sourced essential amino acid is a great choice here. It gives you the kind of the same thing that whey protein isolate does. Uh, it gives you that leucine and the other amino acids rapidly into your system, giving you that that immediate kind of control of your hunger. Um, because most intact, full form, vegan plant based plant sourced proteins are not going to be rapidly digested because they're going to be coming from legumes and and uh, grains and things, which will typically, yeah, you know, rice protein can be quickly digested, but it's not the same as these isolates of, of whey and, and uh, essential amino acids that are like immediately kind of flooding the bloodstream. All right. So front load the protein, do yourself a favor. Finally, my last tip, numero cinco. And I took this from Pantera yesterday. Don't mean shit. Okay. So let's say you had a 16,000 calorie Christmas Eve dinner. Do not wake up on Christmas Day and then subsequently for the next six weeks, allow that 16,000 calorie meal to just throw you off course for everything in your life because you're so attached to that and you feel so shameful and you feel so angry and you feel so disappointed in yourself that you're just going to be like, ah, fuck it. Because there's a threshold to frustration, especially when it comes to stuff that you've done to yourself. And... Oftentimes you do something like that and you just continue to beat yourself up and then you go and you make things worse. You almost self-flagellate. So don't do that. Remind yourself yesterday doesn't mean shit. The good or the bad. If you're just going to attach yourself to a celebration like your Uncle Rico and talk about all day what you did in high school, that doesn't serve you well either. Something you did fantastically last year 
really doesn't fucking matter right now. Do right now. And yesterday doesn't mean shit when it comes to negative stuff too. We've all done it. You, you, you lost control. Maybe you had 18 beers and you washed it down with pumpkin pie, the entire pumpkin pie. All right, it's over. All right, put your big boy, big girl pants on. Let's get hit the ground running today. Today is what matters, okay? So let me recap. You're not a professional athlete or a professional model. Don't try to hold yourself to those standards. Number two, you're also not a gluttonous slob. Don't allow yourself to just throw away everything you're doing because of some arbitrary date on the calendar. Number three, be mindful. Stay in the present moment. Okay, don't allow yourself to get so incredibly distracted. That makes things go down your throat. Believe me. <laughs> you know, it will make things just, you'll mindlessly eat. And this is a problem with food, and it seems to be a problem in modern society with everything. A lot of times we're masturbating not because we're horny, and we're eating not because we're hungry, and we're taking caffeine not because we are going to go do something that takes a lot of mental acuity and focus it's just like boredom and distraction and fear and anger and all these things just lead us to do stuff okay instead stay in the moment stay mindful be aware of everything that's going on number four front load that protein all right get it in your system and allow it to start digesting before you go into the other two macronutrients and number five remember yesterday don't mean shit it's all about being in that moment. Refer back to tip number three, right? So let's say you just threw everything away. Last night, New Year's Eve or uh, Christmas Eve, you just went hog wild. Okay, it happens. Don't allow that to ruin the rest of the end of the year because you're so ashamed of it. Let's go, all right? So those are my top five big tips that I think that can help you get through the holidays in a positive and happy fashion, I do wish you the absolute number one happiest holiday that you've ever had because darn it, you deserve it. You're a legend. Remember that, okay? In this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, remember, I do. Be good, people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.